Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. Hey, how are you doing today? It is October 20th and welcome to Daily Dose. Today, we're going to talk about the messiness of the human relationship. Uh, Now, when I say relationships, I mean this in a ton of different ways. You know, we have relationships where we might have a romantic relationship there with your uh, spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or uh, whatever that might be. You have a relationship with your parents. You have uh, a parental relationship. Uh, You have a platonic relationship with friends where you have uh, friends that you care about. And uh, you have a lot of relationships in your lives. Today, we're going to talk about our church relationship, because sometimes those can be extremely messy. Uh, When someone in the church hurts your feelings, how are you to respond to those feelings? Because a lot of times we can be quick to uh, take those feelings out on God. When we put faith and trust in the church people instead of the leader of the church, uh, they inevitably let us down and things uh, kind of bring a sourness uh, to them. So as we talk about what we're talking about today, we have to see that God permits certain trials in our lives. And so what we're going to see today is that God allowed Satan to tempt and attack Paul because God wanted to keep Paul humble because Paul was having a great ministry, a great things. And so in the loving will of God, uh, he had to keep Paul humble. And I know that's hard for us to understand, uh, but really as we begin to see in prayer in the perplexity that we uh, see things through relationships are messy. If you have your Bible, open with me to second Corinthians chapter 12, look with me in verse 16, but granting that I myself did not burden you. I was crafty. You say, and got the better of you by deceit. Did I take advantage of you through any of those whom I sent to you? I urged Titus to go and I sent the brother to him. Did Titus take advantage advantage of you? Did we not act the same spirit? Did we not take the same steps? Have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves to you? It is in the sight of God that we have been speaking in Christ. For all of your upbuilding, beloved, for I fear that perhaps when I came, uh, when I come, I might find you not as I wish, that I might find you... um, uh, quarreling and jealous and anger and hostility and slander and gossip and conceit and, and disorder. I fear that when I come again, my God may humble me before you, that I may have to mourn over many who have sinned earlier and have not repented to the impurity, the sexual immorality, and the sensuality that they have practiced. So as we begin to unpack this passage of scripture, think about where we are. Think about if you go back into the beginning of Paul's ministry, where uh, Paul came 
to the the city of Corinth. He preached the message of Christ, and there were people that believed. There were churches that were started, and since then, these churches have began helping Paul throughout his ministry, but uh, he anticipates visiting again, and he's afraid of what this will be like. You know, as we go through this time, Paul is allowed to be attacked by the people's actions because in a real answer to this is that God is not, he's not tempted. How do I put this? Um, God is not drawing these people off. These people aren't turning to God. These people are turning to the false teachers that God is uh, going through. And so when we look at this, the false teachers looked great. They were high. They were mighty. They weren't going through trials. They weren't going through struggles. They were looking like their entire lives were in order. And then there's Paul who is preaching and he sends uh, Titus to these people to say, to, to, to encourage them. And they choose the one that looks better. You know, Diedrich Bonhoeffer uh, said that we must not form our, or we must form our estimates of men less from their achievements and failures and more from their sufferings. He's saying their sufferings are more relevant to people than their, uh, their, their call or their, or their, their successes because people learn more from their failures. People learn more from their sufferings. And so when you see the messiness that's in this human relationships, there's misunderstandings, there's conflicts, there's tensions. And, and and imagine that within a church, we have all of these. We have misunderstandings all the time. We have conflicts all the time. We have tensions all the time. And COVID has exacerbated this a hundredfold because we have tensions along whose side we're on of whether we mask or whether we don't mask or whether we vaccine or whether we don't vaccine. And uh, there's so many different sides that we have picked and divided that we have stopped trusting in, in God and stopped looking to God for guidance. And we've looked more for man for guidance. What Paul's trying to encourage these people is he's saying, I didn't come to trick you. I did not come to lead you astray. I came to unify you under God. And that is true today. We've come to unify together under God. My, 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 my challenge for us today, for the church today, is to set aside all of these conflicts, set aside all these misunderstandings, and focus on God. If we do that, God does wonderful things. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you tomorrow.